Hey there, today is a special two-parter. So there's two podcasts. The first one is about New Year's resolutions. This one's quick, brief, and then the second one is about what you can do to not feel blah or meh. But I wanted to share this with you first, and that is New Year's resolutions. Research shows that about half of all adults make a New Year's resolution. Some reports even say as many as 60% of people make a New Year's resolution, which is awesome. What's not so awesome is that less than 8% manage to keep track of their resolution or to follow through for more than just a few months. Now, as someone who has studied and obsessed over systems, organizations, and habits that help me to live a fuller, happier life, I know that so much of this boils down to developing those habits, and it means making a lifestyle change, and that's not easy. But what is easy is slipping back into our old habits, sometimes bad habits. And resolutions usually mean that you've got to make some kind of a lifestyle change or change a behavior or develop a new habit or break a bad habit. And that can be hard to do. I think one of the main reasons why people don't keep their resolutions is because their resolutions are too vague. They'll say things like, well, I want to get healthy or well, I want to spend more time with my family or, you know, I'd like to travel more. Or, I'd like to read more, but there's no specificity there. And so it's difficult to create an action plan. Not only do you have to change your day-to-day behavior and develop new habits, but you also tend to have to change the way you think. You've got to be realistic. You've got to learn how to create an action plan and then also to create goals or objectives that are in alignment with whatever it is your resolution is. Now, some of the most popular resolutions are to get healthy, to improve your nutrition, to get in better shape, to read more, travel more, get organized, be focused, improve your business, save money or make more money. All of these are some of the most popular common resolutions that we set every year. But did you know that the average person sets the same resolution six years in a row before they ever actually start to make those changes? So this year, I want to make sure it's different. And here's what we put together for you. You're going to love this. So write down this domain name. In fact, you don't even have to write it down because while you're listening to this podcast, you can just open up the browser on whatever device you're listening to me on and the podcast will keep playing. Okay, so you're ready? Open up your web browser. I'll wait. Okay, cool. You can still hear me. Now type in 21dayplan.com. It should pop up the website. All you do is enter your email address and you will be entered into our 21-day action plan designed specifically to help you create an action plan that is a solution to whatever resolution it is you've set for the year. How are we going to do that? I'll tell you how. All you need, it's free. All you need is an Instagram account. Once you sign up, you'll be sent an email. And we have carefully curated a list of experts who every day for 21 days are going to share with you tools, resources, tips on mindset, and simple steps, simple actions you can take every single day to help you achieve your New Year's resolution. So if it's fitness, you'll follow the expert who we've suggested and starting on January 7th, through January 28th, 
every day that person will post to their Instagram stories tips to help you stay on track for your resolution. We have experts in travel, reading, organization, focus, finances, fitness, nutrition, you name it. If it's one of your resolutions, we're going to share with you the expert to follow. Now, don't worry. If you don't log into Instagram every single day, you'll still have access to their story highlights. And we're going to explain all of this in the email. All you have to do is sign up today. To sign up, you go to 21dayplan.com. Again, it's completely free. It's just something we wanted to do to give back in the month of January to help you achieve your goals. Super simple. It'll take less than a couple of minutes per day. And most importantly, you're going to have an action plan so that your resolution, you won't be one of those people who gives up within the first couple of weeks. You're actually going to be in that less than 10% of the population who follows through and makes these changes. I'm really excited to do this. I can't wait for you to meet our experts. So grab a friend, encourage them to sign up with you. Just send them to this domain site, have them enter their email address. You'll get your email with instructions sent to you immediately. And that's it. No strings attached. 2019 is going to be your best year yet. I know it. I love you and I mean it. All right, on to the show. Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show, recorded live from the front seat of my vehicle. This is Car Smart Fridays. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. What's up? So I have been thinking lately about a common feeling that many people reached out and shared with me that they're experiencing. And I don't know if it's because of the holidays. In fact, I don't think it is because of the holidays. I think it's just one of those things all of us, everyone experiences from time to time. And it's just, it's just this feeling of like, meh, like blah, like, uh, I'm not really happy about anything in particular. I'm not really sad. I'm not really depressed. I just feel like kind of like, meh. What do we do about that? What steps can you take to not feel meh or, you know, blasé? Well, first, I think it's important to note that, you know, we don't always have to be hyper-stimulated. We don't always have to be feeling positive and happy. And it's okay to feel things other than extreme positivity and happiness. It's okay. But it's way more fun to be excited about something or to you know, have enthusiasm and motivation to wake up each day and just be like excited about what it is you're doing, what it is you're working on or something that's right around the corner. So I thought I would share with you a few strategies that I put in place and I've suggested to people that I coach and work with to help do something about it if you want to. But I just want you to know you've got permission to have sad down days, you know, especially like if you're dealing with something that's tough, like there's no downside to feeling emotions. Like emotions are a natural, normal thing. And sometimes we are sad because we should be sad. I don't want you to think that you should not feel certain emotions. Like that's okay. That's normal. But if in fact you want to feel something other than what you're feeling right now, you want to feel excited. The first thing I have to tell you is stop meandering. You know, the brain needs something concrete in order to feel clarity. It's like when someone says, you know, I want to get healthy. That's such a vague objective that it's really hard to accomplish it because your brain really doesn't know what to do with it, like where it's headed. What's the objective? It's like, you know, I want to go to my friend Lisa's house, just getting your car and saying, I want to go. 
you know, you're just driving around aimlessly. It's difficult to know, am I on the right path? Is this the right road? Am I going fast enough? Am I going, you know, am I going to miss something? That's why our brains love clarity. It's not uncommon if you're waking up every day and just experiencing life, like letting life take its course for you to feel a little confused or cloudy or just you feel like something's missing and if that's the way you feel like gosh I just I don't know what it is I can't put my finger on it but I feel like something's missing or I'm not exactly happy I don't know what it is but it feels like something's missing I'm going to tell you the first place to start is with a plan with something in particular that you're working towards or working for and for whatever reason I've probably said this or you've heard this before but you haven't taken action so what is it you need to do in order to make that possible it's this it's taking out a pen and a piece of paper and giving yourself permission to create a brainstorm a brainstorm of things that you would like to do to try to go after to achieve and they don't have to be huge I'm talking about something as simple as a project that you've been putting off an activity or a skill or a hobby that you've been thinking about learning something where you're using your own unique talents and gifts and things that you love and putting it to good use like finding purpose in those things but when we just like if you're listening to this and you're like yeah that seems like a good idea if you don't take action that information is useless so you've got to take action what should you do you should put me on pause like that right there if you just sat down with a pen and a piece of paper and you just start brainstorming some random ideas and you gave yourself permission to put some stupid things down on paper and some things that are way too big or way too costly or unrealistic just give yourself permission that's what a brainstorm is a brainstorm is getting things out of your brain and onto paper it doesn't mean you have to follow through on all of them or do all of them or that all of them are great ideas they're just ideas and each idea usually sparks or can inspire another idea and from that you're going to find the right idea now if you're not good at this because some people aren't I know so many people are like I don't really even know how to do a brainstorm I'm like BS you haven't tried I don't believe that you don't know how to do one. I think that you're afraid to do one because you think it's going to be in concrete or written. If it, Because it's written down, you've got to follow through on it. Not true. But let's just say hypothetically you're not great at brainstorming. Fine. I'll bet you've got someone who knows you well enough. They don't even have to be an expert at this themselves. Like a friend or a parent or a co-worker or just someone you know is a creative and just say, listen, okay, I'm trying to come up with a brainstorm of just projects or things that I can do or things that I could invest myself in. And I just need to come up with a massive brainstorming list. Can you help me? Just prompt me so I can come up with some ideas. And that's all you do. Just get someone on the phone with you. This is not that big of a deal. And their ideas might not be great. Don't discourage them from giving you ideas. Just say, okay, okay, cool. I'm just going to write all these things down. Don't argue with them and say, oh, no, not that. Yeah, no, I tried that. Don't even discourage anything or any idea that they help you to come up with. Just put it on paper. All right? Because if nothing else, it's going to help you come up with new ideas. Having something that you're working towards or working for or working on allows you to wake up every day and feel a sense of purpose this is one of the reasons why they say giving a pet especially a rescue pet to the elderly 
can prolong their lives as much as seven to 10 years because we want to feel purpose. We want to wake up and go, okay, I've got something I need to do today, someone I'm responsible for. There's a reason why I'm alive today. And if you're just going through your day, meandering as I like to call it, just, you know, you're out in the ocean in your boat floating, but you don't have a direct course and you don't have an intention or a plan for the day, you're just floating, you're meandering. But when you have something you're working towards, something you're working on, then you have direction. And that's exciting. And that's what we crave. It's what makes us feel alive. We all want to know, like, there's a reason why I'm here. And it doesn't have to be grandiose. I'm not talking about each one of us, you know, serving this grand mission and this purpose where everyone knows your name and you're the person who's known for whatever the Nobel Peace Prize was that year. Like, it can be something as simple as the example I just gave where someone's responsible for a dog or caring for another individual. So you need to do something. Like, if you're just waking up every day and going through the motions and that's what it's starting to feel like, you're just waking up and doing your thing, then that's not a purpose-driven life. You need to know, like, what is your intentions? It's pretty easy to slip into depression or just feel that sense of blah if you just are waking up every day and going through your day. You're going to your job, you're coming home, maybe make plans with friends or you spend some time with your family or what have you, but... If there's very little intentional thought and planning dedicated to doing things which have importance or significance to you, then it's no wonder you're going to feel a sense of blah. Just going through the motions isn't what makes us feel alive. Now, I don't know what that is for you. I don't know what it is that's going to give you that sense of excitement, purpose, but I can suggest to you that you should start small. Don't think that this has to be something huge. And I know you can figure this out, but it is going to take you taking a pen to paper. I want you to think about your skills, your special, unique talents, like the things that are fun for you and you're good at it and maybe it relates to your past experiences or your future interests and skills and hobbies, like whatever it is, just don't be afraid to put it down on paper. The next easiest thing that you can do, action you can take to diminish those feelings, the feelings of blah, is to figure out how you can structure more routine. Routine in your day. Because routine gives shape to our lives. Without specific intentional routines, which by the way, must include things that ground you, things that make you happy. I'm not just talking about routines like I brush my teeth, I take my kids to school. I'm talking about things that actually make you happy and make you feel centered and make you feel good. Like they reward you, if you will, but they're routines in that you're doing them daily, right? And that's really important because these things help you to create a feeling of purpose and they ground you. And there's a big difference between, you know, just kind of going through your day and doing the same kind of things every day. That might seem like routine, but really that's what I like to call predictable existence. You're just in existence. And that's very different from the feeling you have when your daily routines have intention behind them. 
once you've identified something that maybe you'd like to work on or maybe even a few things you want to put into practice, your next step is to develop that habit, the habit that helps you to maintain interest in this thing and follow through. And the best way to feel more confident and feel better about yourself and more excited is by following through and finishing something, which means you've got to pick these projects, if you will, or this thing that you want to do. It's got to be something you can actually complete in a short period of time. Otherwise, what will happen is you won't finish it and the opposite outcome can be expected, which is you don't feel good about yourself because you never finished it. So make your projects the things that you know really want to get focused on and think about doing and make them things that you know you're going to finish. Don't you dare start a project where in the back of your mind you're already saying to yourself, I know I'm not going to finish this. You know, like I think about right now, our garage is so overflowing with stuff I need to clean it out. I need to donate a bunch of stuff. I need to go through it. But there's no way if I try to say, okay, I'm going to do that this weekend, I would be disappointed with myself because there's no way I'm going to get through the whole thing in one weekend. So instead, what I'll do is I'll divide it into like quarters or maybe even into sixteenths and say, okay, I'm just going to do one sixteenth of the garage this weekend. And then I feel really good about it. It's like, okay, I set that as my objective, my goal, and I did it. And I'm not just talking about tasks. I'm I mean, I use that as an example, but more so I want you to think about things that like make you feel good about like who you are and what you do and what you stand for and your identity or the, the person you're trying to become. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. If you want to feel more in control and have more free time and really feel like you're the person who's driving your ship in charge of your life, you need a daily plan. You need to create the plan the night before. And if you've gotten out of this habit, get back into this habit. You might think you don't need to because you've got so much to do, you're never going to run out of things that need to be done and they're all pressing and urgent so you don't need to make a list because there's just a million things you have to do. The problem with that is, even on your most productive day, the day that you do 10,000 things, you're going to go to bed at the end of the night and not feel accomplished because you let that huge list just bounce around in your head and while you might have done a million things there's still always a million more to do so the act of checking the important things off your list doesn't happen if you don't have a freaking list you need a list and once you have that ginormous list because listen I don't care who you are, whether you're the president or you are a single person who just graduated from college and you're living at home in the basement of your parents' home or you've got five kids and you're a single mom. It doesn't matter. We're all crazy busy and have a million ideas and a million things that we need to do. All of us are. Get them on paper and then prioritize them. Look at that long list and go, okay, no, but frankly, what must I must I get done that kind of relates to that purpose, that thing, that project? What moves the needle? You know, what must get done because it has to get done or, you know, there's going to be consequences to pay. Like if you've got to pay your taxes or you have to pay a bill or whatever. Like there are those things you have to do. That's fine. Do those things. But all the other things on your list that you'd like to do, it sure would be great if you got them done today. I want you to really identify those things that absolutely must be done, have to be done. 
and only put those at the top. That way, you can actually check those off at the end of the day, and you won't get distracted by doing all the little things that, of course, you'd like to do, but they're not urgent today. If you're feeling a sense of blah, and you are one of those people who doesn't exercise on a regular basis, guess what? That's a big part of why you feel blah. I know this is common sense. Girl, I know I'm telling you something you already know. So my question is, why don't you exercise daily? I'm not talking about doing like the most intense boot camp class or killing yourself or sprinting or running. I'm just saying, get your body moving and make it part of your daily routine. Create some kind of a trigger so that when you wake up, first thing in the morning, you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. Maybe it's power walking. Maybe it's doing some yoga. Maybe it's doing something like strength training or class or something. But if you do something physical every single day, I'll tell you what, head to head, I'll compare exercise, daily physical exercise, head to head to the benefits of taking an antidepressant. Now, I'm not saying that you don't need your antidepressant because I ain't your doctor. But I can tell you, based on studies, that head-to-head, people who begin exercising on a daily basis, even for as little as 30 minutes per day, tend to report an increased boost in mood and happiness and feelings of hope, more so than the same individuals who are taking an antidepressant. And antidepressants, again, I know that they're saving some people's lives, but I also think that so many of us, we just resort to those or our doctors resort to prescribing them and they have a terrible impact on your gut health. And in many cases, they diminish your brain health, making you more dependent upon them. You mix that with alcohol and you've got a recipe for disaster. No wonder you're going to wake up every day and on your own without the medication, feel blah. How awesome would it be to wake up and not feel blah, to feel happy? And I'm telling you, this drug is free. It's called daily exercise. It makes you happier, makes you more productive, helps you to fit in your clothes a little better, makes you less puffy, allows you to see what you're capable of. Get in the habit of doing that. And if that's not easy for you, stop saying I'm not someone who exercises. Create a new identity. Decide, I'm the type of person who does exercise, who cares about their health, their mental health, their physical health. I'm the kind of person who wants to be happy because I know that that makes other people happy. It makes them more comfortable. I can make the world a better place. If I just focus on my health and well-being, I can do that. And that in and of itself is an intention. But it's got to go in writing. And yes, if this is not your strong suit, you need accountability. Who can you say, all right, listen, we're going to do this. We're going to do this every day. Don't pick someone who's not that reliable. And by the way, you can have a virtual accountability partner. You can find yourself a coach. You can join an online community. You can start going to a gym. You can start going to a class. That's what I love about fitness classes is you start to meet other people And then even though you might not have said, okay, I'll see you tomorrow, people will be like, hey, where were you? They expect to see you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever the schedule is. Get in that habit, explore it. Like this is an investment you make in yourself. Hold yourself accountable. Start creating a list the night before. Create a plan, create a plan for your life. The more planning you do, the more freedom you will feel, the more driven and confident and purpose-filled you're going to feel. And that's how you overcome feelings of blah. Blah feelings happens when we just are allowing life 
to knock us around like a ship in the ocean. I want you to drive a speedboat, like one of those cigarette boats, you know, those like long skinny ones that go really fast and you're like, wow, those people are cool. Yeah, that's you. I don't want you out in a dinghy floating around the ocean waiting for a wave to take you out. If you're waiting for something fun to happen, if right now the only time you're happy is when you've got something on your schedule that's planned or you're only happy when certain people treat you a certain way or reach out to you or are validating you, you got it all wrong and you are going to be desperately unhappy. You're going to go through so many highs and lows because your happiness, your feelings of purpose and intention aren't tied to just who you are. Like who you are. Your life has purpose because you're alive. And if you're waiting on external people, external events, things to give you your happiness, good luck with that. You're never going to feel it long term. I mean, we all get excited when there's something to look forward to. But that should be on top of what you're already excited about each day. And you know, if you're really feeling blah to the point where it feels a little bit like depression, go talk to a therapist. Seriously, go talk to a therapist, get some help, because I know it can be awfully dark and hard to even take action. But nothing feels better than taking action. As I say, you know, the hardest thing to do is to take that first step, and that's what you need to do. So take that first step. Thanks for listening to this edition of The Shaleen Show. Hey, and don't forget about the 21-day plan. That's how we're going to help you when I say we, myself, and a group of really amazing experts. We're going to help keep you accountable and create an action plan for whatever areas it is you set your New Year's resolution. Sign up today. It's completely free. Only thing you need is an Instagram account. Sign up today by going to 21dayplan.com. It's going to be awesome. I'll start by like sending you an email and letting you know how to prepare and suggesting that you enlist a friend to do this with you because that's really powerful. But the challenge itself won't start until January 7th, 2019. So be sure to sign up now. Again, it's 21dayplan.com and that's what we'll do. We'll put together a daily plan for you. Each day you'll have like one action step related to whatever area you decide, whether that is, you know, traveling more this year or getting focused and organized getting healthy from the inside out or making fitness a daily habit like whatever it is you've decided you want your New Year's resolution to be we're going to help you do that by giving you quick tips one topic one area one action step for you to take per day very quick action step so that it's not just a resolution something you tell people but it's actually something you do and become a better person this year simple bite-sized steps sign up today 21dayplan.com This episode has been brought to you by the Smart Life Push Journal. If you're the type of individual who loves to make lists, keep yourself on task, get organized, and there just don't seem to be enough hours in the day. This is a convenient, lightweight, simple-to-use 30-day system. This is not just a day planner. And learn how you can get your health, fitness, life, and goals organized and develop the laser focus you need to have the life that you deserve. Check it out. Go to smartlifepushjournal.com. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. 
Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.